0: Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at shepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. This is episode 91, and today I want to talk to you about carrying your own burdens and the dangers of false authenticity. Let's pray. Lord, I need direction, I need help, and as I put down a few thoughts on paper, some of these thoughts are scattered a little bit still, and as I'm kind of working this out, so help me to think clearly and, and piece this together, and I pray it would be helpful to anybody that's listening in. Thank you for these pastors. I pray that you would help pastors be strong, help them be healthy, broaden their shoulders, and help them carry the responsibilities that they're carrying well. Jesus, we know that you're the ultimate burden bearer. We thank you for dying in our place. and uh, But then you empower us to walk, as Galatians 6 says, and to carry our own load. We have a responsibility that we live with, burdens to bear, and help us to do that well. Lord Jesus, lead me as I talk through these things. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Okay. First, let's talk about a, a, just a few things that are obvious from Galatians chapter 6. Some of this, as I said in my prayer, I'm still working out. And I would love some of your feedback if you would send me comments in the Facebook page or even on the website. I would just love your response and feedback from this or in Instagram. Just hit me up. But I'm going to share a couple things I've experienced with this. And then really just want to give some warnings about false authenticity in a hyperpsychology society. uh, You'll get what I'm saying here in a minute. But first, I want to notice a couple things in Galatians chapter 6 that are really important that I want to say up front so that you can hear what I am saying and what I'm not saying, okay? So first, keep watch on yourself lest you lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. We are called to bear one another's burdens. That's that's clear. And in pastoral ministry, One of the things I've encouraged you with is friendship within the local congregation, within the local church, so that you can have men that you are accountable to, truly accountable to, not false accountability, real accountability that you can confess sin to, that you can get help with. You don't need to confess sin to everybody. You know, I'm sick and tired, honestly, of the kind of authenticity that's worn on the sleeve as a badge of honor. And it's the pastor who just confesses everything to everybody. It's like, man, come on, just get a few people you can confess to and just grow up. Grow some shoulders and carry the burdens God's called you to care. Everybody doesn't need to know how hard pastoral ministry is, for goodness sakes. The construction worker isn't walking around wanting everybody to know how hard construction work is, and neither should the pastor. The pastor needs to know the calling to which God has called him and walk in that and walk in it with dignity. So have some guys to, c- to talk with, to bear your burdens. Okay, That is biblical and it's clear. We have to have people we can talk with that can help bear one another's burdens and bear our burden as we bear theirs. And then we fulfill the law of Christ. But then the passage goes on, Galatians 6 kind of opens up into personal responsibility because in verse 4 it says, Let each one test his own work. And then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. And then he goes on to talking about God is not mocked. For what one sows, he will also reap. Okay, Sowing and reaping principles. Each person has a burden to carry in this life. Okay, We have responsibilities that God has bestowed upon us. Gifts that God has bestowed upon us. And we are required to carry those burdens. And some of the things I've been thinking about recently is that is about how we walk with the burdens that God has given us. How are we to carry or bear the load that God has given us? And as stated before, I think we live in a hyper-psychological society that encourages this kind of false authenticity that I see going around and I've seen for years going around <clears throat> and even seen in my life that encourages people, to be quite honest, please hear what I'm saying here, that encourages people to be babies. It encourages people just to whine and complain about everything and then call it authenticity. For instance, the way anyone is supposed to work through problems in their life, just the standard modus operandi of how we work through issues in pastoral ministry and just in the real world, is is quote unquote being real. We have to be real. We have to be authentic. And so how that works itself out is that we're not supposed to in any way repress Anger, repress fear, repress anxiety. We're supposed to be vulnerable. I'm so sick of the word vulnerable. It's just, goodness gracious, it's not even a biblical word. Just if you get somebody to bear your burdens, but for goodness sake, stop being vulnerable. Vulnerability is a modern day virtue where people can complain and whine and just simply be honest, you know, again, quote unquote honest, and then have everybody pat them on the back and cry with them. That doesn't help people. That enables people to have terrible attitudes and get congratulated for it, okay? The, way, the best way to be real is to repent and then do what God has called you to do. You know, this, this idea of repression of certain emotions, let me just say this. There are some of your emotions that need to be repressed and not expressed. Let me say that again. There are some emotions that you have that need to be repressed, not expressed, for all that I've said about some of the baby boomers are the greatest generation on this podcast. I've talked about the greatest generation on this podcast and how they raised the boomers. And um, But here's the deal. The greatest generation had to deal with war. They grew up through the Depression. And then they became fathers to these baby boomers after war, after the Depression, all the things that they went through. And there were a lot of things in their life that they saw that they had to simply repress. And there is a part of that. There's a part of that that we need to learn from and then we need to implement. There are some things in our life, I'm not talking about covering up of sin, I'm not talking about repressing things that truly need to be talked about, but there are some things you need just to carry the, carry the load that God has assigned to you, confess it to the Lord, pray to Him about it, and God will give you the peace that passes all understanding. You just need to repress that and repress those emotions and deal with it let me explain a little bit more because I probably sound like a really harsh pastor here as I'm trying to encourage pastors. I just want to encourage you to carry the load that God has assigned to you and I want you to do that without complaining, okay? We need more pastors, more pastors, more men who know how to carry the heavy responsibility that God has given them without letting everyone know how hard it is. I mean, That seems simple. Just doing what God has called you to do with a great attitude, a great heart, because God has called you to do it. When false authenticity is in the environment, when it's in the air, when it's the norm, healthy biblical responses are equated with repressing emotions. And they're suspect. When somebody is going through a difficult situation, when a pastor is going through a hard time, for instance, with church members who are doing terrible things to him, or just having a difficult time raising children. And when he's happy and doing well, all of a sudden, in a culture of false authenticity, the fact that somebody's happy through difficulty must mean that they're repressing something. It must mean that they're not processing it well. I remember Elizabeth Elliot experienced this after her husband and the men were killed down in Ecuador, I believe it was. Her husband, Jim Elliott, was killed. And what ended up happening is that Elizabeth and the other wives of the men who were murdered moved into the village right after the murder. I mean, talk about a a bold, they were Sarah's daughters, no doubt. They didn't fear anything that was frightening. And they moved right in to the village whose warriors killed their husbands. And there they were doing their work, their missionary work with their children. Now, it it was once reported by Elizabeth Elliot that her mother-in-law said to her, you're not ready for this. You've not processed this you have not you have not done the work of sitting on a couch and and I'm listen I'm all for sitting on a couch and getting the counseling you need and the care you need. I was a biblical counselor. I believe in mental health and biblical counselors are not mental health professionals. I believe in getting psychological help and psychiatric help, all of that, okay? If you need it. But there are far too many people nowadays that run to that When in reality, they need to carry their own load, the load that God has assigned to them, and get out of cultures that encourage false authenticity. False authenticity is false. It's not real. This is what Elizabeth Elliot said back to her mother-in-law. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus." Here's the thing, if you actually have the peace of God that passes all understanding in your life through your difficulties, if you become the kind of man, the kind of pastor who's carrying your lo- your own load without complaint and walking in joy, with a family who's walking in joy, and even through difficulty, walking with joy, there are going to be some people who are questioning whether or not you're being real. This has happened to me personally. I remember going through a really difficult time with a church, and then right after this difficult time with the church... We stepped into an assessment process, into church planting, and during the assessment process, my wife and I were doing really well. God had really, I mean, this was true. What happened to Elizabeth Elliot happened to us. God's word was true, actually, and we experienced, God's word was actually true, believe it or not, and we actually experienced the peace of God that passes all understanding, and the people in front of us, it was like they were bewildered. Are you serious? Are you, you're not being real? Does it seem like you're being authentic? It seems like you're not processing this? You know what? in reality was happening, God was actually coming through. You can have joy through difficulty. You don't have to process everything that goes on to your life. You can give that to the Lord and trust that the Lord is going to help you walk with joy in seasons of difficulty. Pastor, I want to encourage you, don't create environments in your churches of false accountability. Create environments where your people give things to the Lord, they pray to the Lord, and they walk with the peace that passes all understanding, and it's real and authentic. If the only kind of authenticity that's allowed in our midst is this complainy, whiny, I'm never doing well, I'm unhappy, I'm not doing good, I can't carry the load that God has assigned to me kind of authenticity, then my goodness, it is fake and it's really annoying. If we're going to be truly authentic, then joy and happiness can be freely embraced and confessed, and people can look at each other in a small group and say, you know what? I'm really happy. Things are going really well, and we don't just weep with those who weep. We rejoice with those who rejoice, and those who are in difficulty in that season, they can be encouraged to say, hey, you know what? My goodness, they're able to rejoice through through difficulty. I'm going to rejoice with those who rejoice. We don't need to just encourage people to weep with those who weep. We have to encourage people to rejoice with those who rejoice. If we're going to be truly authentic, if we're going to carry the loads that God has assigned to us, let's do it with joy and with true authenticity and not with a complainy spirit, a whiny spirit. Don't train your people to be big, whiny babies. Now, if you need to get help, get the help you need. There's a big difference here. Please, again, hear what I am saying and hear what I'm not saying. But we need, as pastors, as men, to know what it means to carry the load God has assigned to us and do it with joy. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit theshepherdscrook.co. For care and counsel, please call, text, or email to set up a session. You can follow The Shepherd's Crook on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And please consider sharing this episode and leaving a review on iTunes or whatever other podcast platform you use. And let me encourage you to remember Jesus Christ.